Good morning and welcome, everyone. Everyone yeah. on Zoom, everybody on Facebook. It's good to have you all here. So, yeah, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, guys uh, and gals. Tall guys at the well. Anyone who's on Facebook, as Josh said, here on on Zoom as well. Um, when we early on, when COVID nineteen hit our community, we we um, sort of tethered ourselves to USD three eighty three uh, and follow their guidelines and and kind of how they're navigating things. And uh, there was a couple a couple Fridays ago where they literally didn't have enough personnel and staff to to make things happen. And so that's where we found ourselves as well as a church community. So we're looking forward to the opportunity to connect here on Zoom, uh, Zoom and, and Facebook as well. Um, such an interesting and um, actually fun way to connect. So if you're on Zoom, uh, please feel free to utilize the chat. You can connect with people individually, have a little side conversations, that's fine, or you can share things with everyone. It's pretty cool. And if you're on Facebook and you're curious about jumping onto our Zoom, uh, feel free to go to our website, uh, tallgrassatthewell.church, and you'll be able to, to figure that out or, or um, just connect with us and ask on Facebook, and we can share the, the information with you. Facebook's a great way to connect as well. So one of the uh, silver linings maybe to this, um, yesterday our leadership team had a great conversation about, well, how do we get the word out? So it really pushed us to think about who all is is currently active in our church community and, and who is sort of, um, you know, maybe on the fringe, but maybe curious about things. And so we're able to reach out and connect with people. And we're, we're really thankful for that opportunity. And, and we really do want um, people to to become a part of this church family. We know there's a lot of people out there hurting and, and needing spiritual community. So there's space for you at Tallgrass at the Well, whether it's on this Zoom call or uh, at our Sunday morning gatherings, 10 a.m. So we're, we're planning to be there next week, uh, Lord willing. Um, everyone can get out of quarantine, can get healthy, and we can be together in person to sing together, hear teaching from the scriptures and be present. So I think that's one of the things, you know, when you're pushed to Zoom, it makes you really look forward to those times when we can really gather in person. So just a few uh, quick announcements, maybe as you're uh, thinking about our community and ways to get, get plugged in. I think uh, Pastor Josh had already shared this uh, amazing link I just shared in the uh, chat that I had never, I didn't know we had this link. This this is a great place to go. It shows us like everything about our church, new guests, digital welcome card, our online community, joining a group where we're at with 21 days of prayer. So our groups, we have um, about seven or eight groups right now um, that plan to start some, some content uh, the beginning of February, but many of these groups continue to even now and are adjusting for COVID as you know, as, as, as needed, but uh, that is a great way to get involved in our community is to join a group. So we have great group leaders who are uh, really putting together um, wonderful, wonderful plans. So uh, be sure to check that out. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I'll, I will highlight on this link tree uh, at the bottom, there's a worship songbook. So um, that is a place if you want to, um, go and, and just load up your Spotify playlist and listen to a lot of the songs that we sing on Sunday mornings. Um, that's a great resource for you as well. Um, so there's a couple of things on my mind this morning. Um, I'm actually getting ready to eat breakfast here. So thanks to my wife, Maris, who's made breakfast for me. I wish I could share that with you guys. And uh, that's about it for me. I would love to pray for us as we get, get our time going together.
Father, thank you so much for our community. I love seeing all the names here on Zoom. I love hearing uh, people who uh, unmuted themselves and have stuff going on in the background and uh, people's videos being turned on. Just a little insight into people's lives back home. I thank you for our community. And it's, it's, it's not about trying to pull off a, a Sunday morning or pull off uh, a production in any way, it's a, but it's about being curious about what you're doing in each of our lives individually, in the lives of our family, in the lives of our church, in the lives of our community. Father, we know that, um, that a lot of people are, are hurting, uh, whether physically, emotionally, relationally, spiritually, and that Christ, is uh, your son, is, is calling them to himself, where his yoke is easy, his burden is light. I pray that we could experience that uh, in the context of our community. I pray over our time this morning, um, as we, we don't know what this morning will bring. So we pray that, that we, could, we could really use this time on Zoom together and on Facebook um, to, uh, to lean in and be curious about what, what you're doing in our community. We love you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, that's a little welcome. I'll hand it back over to Josh. Yeah. Hey, welcome, everyone. Uh, for those of you who are, are just joining, um, yeah, we, we found ourselves in a, a place yesterday where several of our staff volunteers either needed to quarantine or tested positive for COVID. So we needed to, to figure something out uh, real quick. And so um, you all got the message. So glad you're here. We would obviously love to be in person, uh, but uh, we're thankful for technology that allows us to, to be here with each other as well. So today, <clears throat> instead, of a, instead of a formal teaching, we thought that uh, just having an, an interactive discussion around the themes that we've been going through, around, around the, the spiritual rhythms and practices of the way of Jesus. We, we thought that'd be more fun. So uh, if you're on Facebook, feel free to drop uh, comments. Uh, ben is there to, to interact a bit and, and keep that dialogue going. If you're on Zoom, um, we would uh, you can drop stuff in the chat here, or we would love to have uh, more of an interactive conversation. Feel free if you need to keep your screen off. That is totally okay. But we would love to hear your voice or, like I said, uh, read what you have to say in the comments. And so we want this to be, it's got to feel a little bit more relaxed than, than uh, maybe even some Zoom uh, interactions in the past. But we just want to check in and see first, like, how are you doing? Um, how is everyone doing in this in this kind of COVID spike? And then um, just I just have a couple of questions to guide the conversation. So feel free to jump in. Um, as you can and, and as you're able. So does that sound good? Good, good, good. So uh, like Ben said, uh, this allowed us yesterday to really reach out to everyone in our church. And so hopefully everyone got a like a message from from a leader at some you know point saying, hey, we're going to go online. And so the silver lining of this is that uh, everyone got connected to that we were had information for and that we were able to uh, connect with. Um, so yeah, we've been we've been in this um, this series, the way of Jesus. Uh, we we thought at the beginning of the year, uh, we really want to get uh, deeply connected to the life of Jesus and uh, look at one of the gospel accounts of his life, and <clears throat> specifically through a lens, look at it through uh, the the rhythms and practices that help fuel his ministry. And that uh, he invites us as well to incorporate into to our lives. And so we talked about apprenticeship to Jesus or discipleship 
or being a disciple of Jesus means three things. At least it can be more, obviously, but it means at least these three things. It means being with Jesus, being like Jesus, and doing the things that Jesus does. And so those spiritual practices are the things that Jesus does as he invites us to go on and to follow him. And so the first week I talked about solitude and prayer, uh, times where Jesus would get alone with the father and he would uh, fuel himself with that kind of intimacy and deep connection with his father. And then last week we talked about fasting as another spiritual practice. And we kicked off our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And so first, I, I just want to pause and ask, how's that going? How is either fasting? How have you incorporated, the, incorporated that into your life? Uh, how is prayer and solitude going? Um, what ways have you uh, been able to engage in that? And so just want to hear from you all. Well, I can go ahead and kick off. I, uh, I have really enjoyed uh, having one identifiable thing each week where uh, I'm doing something fasting wise. So that's been, uh, <clears throat> for me, that's, that's a step forward. <laughs> so I've had, I've mostly done the intermittent fasting one, one meal per day and it's been really good, but I am way hungry <laughs> for that next meal. <laughs> so you're saying you've enjoyed like having a really clear, mm -hmm. this is what I'm going to do to incorporate this in my life. And you, you practically have done intermittent fasting to do that. Yes. Yeah. So, I know there's, you know, you're stretching steps, you know, fasting whole days, which I've done some before, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah for me, this is, this is, it's, it's been really good. So it's good. I, That's good. although I, uh, I'm not sure every time I fasted, I've taken all that time to stop and actually pray that whole time. Uh, yeah. some, but yeah. definitely not all, but the fasting all has already been a step forward. That's good. That's really, really good. At least for me, I've more thought about it. Like, I'm not trying to like please God or something like that, but it's like, it's a step that I can take to, to kind of, I don't know, maybe interact with and make real my need for God and kind of make yeah. a physical feeling connect with how much I need God and his presence even more than, uh, or maybe like my body longs for food even more than that. My spirit longs for God. I think that's I'm trying to get back well in said. touch with my hunger, which isn't always there, honestly. <laughs> That's really good, Dave. Yeah, that's. I think that says it really, really well. Uh, wish I would have thought of that when I preached it. That's a really good way to put it. <laughs> Next time. Yeah, I'm stealing it. <laughs> Anybody else? Do you do you want to share about some of the practices or rhythms that that you've incorporated? Sure, Josh. I'd love to share. Yeah. Um, I'm practicing intermittent fasting as well, uh, skipping my lunch meal, and um, I haven't, uh, just as Dave said, I hadn't uh, replaced that um, with an equal amount of prayer, but um, in fact, most often I skip my lunch and take a nap during my work, but yeah. I also incorporate prayer throughout the day. Um, as I'm on my r delivery route. So it has been this intentional fasting and prayer has got my mind thinking throughout the day that I can incorporate prayer. It doesn't need to be a specific time and practicing the act of fasting, starving my physical body 
uh, in an effort to um, build up my spiritual um, body, letting my spirit take the take the lead instead of my physical um, <clears throat> meeting my physical needs has been um, helpful to me, and I I'm. I'm uh, encouraged to, to see this through the 21 days because the on Friday at work, I really wanted some Chipotle and I pulled up and made the Chipotle delivery and praise God. I said, you know what? I'm going to stick this through. I, I'm going to skip lunch again today. And that I was this close. So yeah. praise God. I, I continued my fast that day and today I'll skip lunch as well. And, that, that will be my step is just to skip a, the lunch meal. That's awesome, man. You know, and it's, you can't discount those little moments of just turning your heart toward God and going, okay, I could have done that. It would have been totally fine. But you know, I just, I'm, I'm just, my heart is, I just want to be in tune and I'm willing to forego comfort to connect with God. Yep. So good job, man. That's really, really great. I love that Jesus took naps. He, he seemed to like justify the whole napping, you know, practice. And that's so good job getting closer to Jesus through catching some Z's. Amen. Matthias, can you share with us briefly your practice of taking a nap? It's just, I love that imagery or is that a, something you prefer not to put words to? Um, my practice of taking a nap um, in the past on my delivery route, if I do skip my lunch, I've, I've taken a, a nap in my delivery truck. I think Ben is what you might be referring to. I just lay down on the back of my truck and set a timer for myself and put on some worship music. But, um, I, I don't like, like Josh was saying, it doesn't have a super spiritual dynamic to it, but it is, um, <clears throat> As I practice it, I think I turned off my video. I apologize. As I practice it, um, it's it is a um, opportunity to just recharge throughout my day, and then the prayer following that time is is very um, benefits. Everything benefits after that after that time of of resting. My work goes better. My, my day goes better. My even prayer can be more fruitful, perhaps more intentional. Was that what you were uh, thinking? Yeah. Of, yeah. I just love the imagery of you uh, finding the exact right size box to prop up your head and legs. And, and <laughs> I've talked with you about your playlist and, and I, I love the, you know, the power of a power, the power of a power nap. And so as you've shared that with me, uh, you know, and then Josh made the comment about Jesus taking naps and him, in, you know, asleep in the bottom of the boat and then Matthias, you over there in your truck sleeping. And I don't know, I just, I just like that imagery. So. Yes. I, I put a box that's this, this deep underneath my head, a UPS delivery box. It, it was probably one of yours, Ben, at one point, yeah. I had taken a nap <laughs> on your box. Yeah. And I put a box that deep under behind my legs and I sleep like a baby on an aluminum floor. <laughs> One thing I'll share about uh, 
this the way of Jesus. Um, as I've heard people talk about losing the sense of taste and smell, and uh, probably a lot of us have, you know, you you get that meal that you really enjoy and you're like, am I losing taste? Am I losing my smell? You're trying to check to see if you still have that. Um, it's made me reflect some on the times in my life where practices like prayer and scripture reading and fasting have been very, um, just very rich for me. And then times where it's, it's been almost hard to, to experience or feel that. And I think this, this season has been hard. Um, for sure the last few months, but even all of last year. And so I, I, in a way, I'm trying to regain my sense of taste and smell for the things of God. That's kind of where I feel like I've been personally. And not to give away too much of the teaching that I was going to do this morning that we will save. But um, I think of that Psalm 34, it talks about taste and see that the Lord is good. But a lot of times the decisions we make um, kind of dampen our our senses, you know, makes us kind of calloused or hardened to the things of God. And a lot of these things, uh, the, the ways of Jesus, the practices seem to be acquired tastes that that don't immediately satiate you like, like um, you know, like McDonald's might or like these, you know, high calorie things that are that are not good for you, that just they make you you love it at its first bite. But the really good stuff um, takes time to develop an appetite for. And I feel in a way, personally, I'm, I'm trying to redevelop that appetite for some of these practices, which is one of the reasons I'm thankful that we're doing it as a church. And as, as you've established for us, Josh, um, you know, the beginning, establishing a baseline and a stretch. And so I'm finding I've been at different points where I've been along that spectrum with these practices, but I'm needing to kind of revisit that beginning and redevelop uh, that that pattern of connecting with Christ. So that's that's kind of where I've been. Um, and um, I'm thankful the more that I hear from others in their journey, the better um, and that we can all be in this together. Um, so I, I appreciate hearing people reflect on on where they're at, how they're engaging. Um, so obviously I've not been fasting for breakfast because I'm eating this breakfast here, trying to determine if I can taste it and how well I can taste it. But um, yeah, I'm thankful that we're doing this this series and it's the kind of stuff we'll need to keep sticking with, um, you know, every week. So that's that's me in a nutshell. That's good. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate that. I think, I think a lot of us can relate to like dulling our senses with, you know, kind of the junk food. And so, um, taking time to, to re like appreciate and enter in, that's really, really good. Does anybody else have, want to share about their experience with prayer, fasting, solitude? And, and the reality is we've, we started the year with these practices. So we started with Sabbath. That's a spiritual rhythm practice as well. And I would even say the word of the year, Ben, that you shared on, there's a discernment in there. Like that can be a spiritual practice too, discerning what the Lord is saying. Um, so there's, it, it really is, if you look at the big picture, really kicked off a year of following Jesus as he invites us to 
uh, incorporate these things. So, so let me broaden it even, and and just ask the question again: How how has that been uh, for you all? Any of those practices? I'll just briefly share that the word of the year, as it is typically for me, is really good to kind of focus me. And uh, I think it actually really helps my prayer engagement when I don't know what to pray or it just kind of gives me something, uh, you know, in the moments when I get anxious or otherwise to to kind of focus in and pray about. So word of the year has been foundational for for prayer for me and and of course, also focus. <clears throat> and yeah, my word of the year this year is uh, is uh, limits. It's trying to embrace good. the gift of limits from many different angles. That's good. Thanks for sharing that. Um, hey, I hey. was making my, my coffee, so here I am. Um, I'm on my phone, but I actually was thinking about this whole situation with fasting and like how, you know, a lot of people are either like thinking about it on this call or they're like, Oh, I don't want to say because I haven't been doing it. Right. Um, Oh, thanks. Emma. She's like cute sweater. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, yes. Let's talk about fashion. Uh, so I just think that first off, it's like super hard to commit to like what it is that you're going to be going to do because a lot of times you go, I'm going to do social media. Like, Oh, I can't because of my business. I run a page or, um, I can't, I can't do lunch because I have all these lunch meetings scheduled. I can't fast lunch. Well, I can't do this because of that. And you end up like not doing anything. Um, and that's usually like a big issue for me is that I'll just be ambivalent about it. And I've struggled with that this time as well, even though we do this, like, like ritually, like twice a year with the, with the church. Um, I sometimes am just like non-committal about it and then end up not getting as much out of it. Um, Interestingly enough, my word this year is hunger and I didn't share it in our last zoom, but I just thought it was interesting that here we are in a fast and it's like hunger. So I really resonated with what Dave was saying about like creating hunger and how it like, how you can direct your attention to, I really wish I had a hamburger right now. I'm hungry. Or it could be like, I am hungry. I'm experiencing hunger. And that's what my soul feels for God and recognizing that it's like a physical reality for a spiritual reality. And I remember in college or right after college, a friend of mine said, you're hungry for whatever you feed yourself. And that was so profound to me. Um, I was like, I was just like, oh my gosh, you're hungry for whatever you feed yourself, which means that you can actually change what you're hungry for. And I think that like, for me, I'm trying to be aware of that this time because it's the beginning of the year. I'm trying to set some new patterns and more. I just want to like resonate with anybody who is kind of saying, Hey, I haven't picked something yet, or I'm really struggling. Um, because this isn't like a, like a brag fest, um, here, like let's get on zoom and talk about how well we're doing. Like it's, we're the community of faith. And if you're like sucking at this, like you should also go off, go off mute and tell us that it's hard, uh, because it is. And, um, you know, you can tell us about where it's not going well or whatever, and not so much like to just proclaim that you haven't started yet, but just to be like, Hey, this is where we're at. Like we can all support each other. And, um, I've, for me, like I haven't officially committed to something. I've felt this like overall sense of sobriety 
in my life. And I've kind of been doing less, eating less carbs or doing less, I don't know, frivolous stuff, but I haven't been all the way in and I've been praying for grace for it. That's another thing. Pray for grace because hello, fasting is not natural. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to drop that in there. Mostly just empathy. If you're having a hard time and, um, yeah, that's, that's what I have. I'm sorry. Thank you for sharing. My cat is like, <laughs> he's like trying to scratch he's himself so on the microphone. He's just like, his little tail is like going underneath. He's so rude. That, that uh, Zoom, uh, your Zoom camera angle makes it appear that you're turning into some Marvel character or something like that's <laughs> just growing things. So. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever been said on a church Zoom meeting before. Sarah, I can oh. get. Hi. Uh, can anybody hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can identify with what you were saying because I guess you could say I have uh, failed at this fasting this time around. <laughs> um, I have probably shoved everything in my mouth that I shouldn't eat just because of um, cooped up in the house and situation with mom at Bramlage and not knowing day to day what our her future, our future is going to be. And <clears throat> so I, I guess uh, comfort food is something I can identify to right now. But one <clears throat> thing for me that I've really made an effort at um, for a number of years is uh, staying in scripture. So the fasting, no, I didn't make it this year so far. But to stay close to scripture and, and read the Bible through, and I try, because I don't like reruns, I, I'll read it through in a different version every year. So this year it's been the message, which is quite interesting. And, and then prayer time, so keeping um, loved ones and needs and our church in prayer and that kind of stuff. So... Um, <clears throat> Y'all can pray that I can move, continue that and move into a little bit more of the fasting as time goes by. Um, I have fasted a lot in the past and found it very, very beneficial. Um, I'm just not there right now. Looks like mom's got a lot of attention there. That's good. Thanks, Lynn, for sharing. Um, I think a lot of us can relate and, uh, I, and I think that's why feeling like, um, so sometimes you can feel the pressure of what everybody else is doing or that you're not as spiritual or you don't hear from God or whatever. And I, I just think it's really important to remind ourselves like, no, everybody, you know, God calls us into different, um, you know, manners of maybe intensity or practices at different times in our life. And so we, we want to be a community that supports each other and, and says, Hey, I'll help you discern what, what God's saying to you and what he's inviting you into, but don't feel the pressure to do it exactly the same way. Uh, so I appreciate that. And, and I appreciate where you're saying, you know, I haven't done the fasting yet. So that's sort of this, you know, Oh, if God calls me into it, I'll do it. But he hasn't yet, but I am, I am in scripture, you know, is what you're saying. And so anyway, I think that's really, really good. Um, Dave dropped a comment. Dave, you want to ask that? You want to? 
Yeah. I was just curious if anyone has been engaging with fasting in some non-food way, like maybe specifically with technology, screen time or social media and how that's been going. Hey guys, Emma here. Um, I did opt for the digital fasting route. Um, and so I, I had been feeling that way for a while. So when Josh mentioned it as a possibility, I thought, all right, this is the green light to just go ahead. Um, it's complicated because I still use social media for my business. Um, but I decided I will uh, delete the apps from my phone. So I decided to delete Instagram and Facebook. And then when I needed to do a post, I would just add the app for the post, respond to comments or something, and then delete it um, again. And my main reason for it is because I could tell similarly to, I think what um, others have mentioned, there's like, maybe with like food, but with the digital side, you can find yourself numbing out. Um, and like when you're busy or you would normally let yourself rest and have thinking time or be with the Lord, you just pull up your phone and um, scroll. And so I was wanting to intentionally break that habit. And so I felt like I kind of let that be a green light to be able to uh, do that and start the year off um, kind of retraining my brain uh, to go analog during those free moments. Um, similarly to Dave, though, I don't feel like I've been, um, I haven't necessarily been like intentionally praying when I find myself like going to Instagram and it's not there, which is like kind of embarrassing because it means my brain was like on autopilot with that. But um, I have been reading more um, like books, actual books, and <laughs> that's been super good and healthy. And I find the Lord leading me through that. Um, so yes, digital fast for the wind. Um, yeah, it's been great. So yes, I read an actual book with paper. I'm still here, Austin Channing Brown, solid. Literally solid, I'm done, okay. Thanks, Emma, that's great. What? That's a great update. And I think that's just, uh, you know, being honest about engaging in a digital world realistically but not let it letting it overtake you and it's it's retraining you know and like you're saying you're you you go for the app and it's not there and you realize oh that's how much i'm wired for this so even if we're not overtly using that time to pray or journal or whatever it's still a retraining that has a, a big picture goal in mind so i love that uh dave great question and and i'm curious if anybody else has um has done, I, I know Mike Salisbury is fasting Facebook and Instagram, because, but that's because he always fasts. He's not on at all. <laughs> but does anybody else have, a, have an experience of, of maybe a, a non-food fast that they're engaging in? Um, I think I do. Um, yeah. Drew, go for it. Actually, uh, I actually stopped using facebook and instagram too it kind of felt like it was i don't know i just never needed it and i kind of felt like it was just absorbing my life <laughs> um i never really put i haven't posted anything on either one i just always was curious of what's going on with like family and i think it was just a build up of 
so much drama, you know, it was all negative and to the point where it's giving me anxiety attacks just reading him. And then I'm like, okay, maybe I just don't need any of this. <laughs> so I just kind of cut him off. Um, but uh, I, I mean, it's weird because I actually was curious on how, like, man, I'm going to fill my time with it. And then I just, like, read a book or some of a book, like, sorry, Carrie is here. She just doesn't want to be on camera right now. But <laughs> uh, I read a book and I was I was really worried about nervous because I had actually have some pretty bad comprehension issues with with reading. Um, so that's kind of why I just avoid reading books usually. But um, actually was really interested in it. And it was like a third of the book I was getting through. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> that's crazy. I remember what I read without reading it 15 times. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's like my little thing. But <laughs> Dude, thanks for sharing. That's amazing. I, I love that. I love like that. That sounds like there's just a grace for it um, that, that God has gifted you in this season. So that's, that's good. That's really encouraging. I think to those of us, I think someone else was starting to share as well. You want to jump back in there? Yeah. Just a small, very small thing, but it was kind of going off of the first talk that you had Josh about, uh, you know, in the morning having quiet time. And mm. so trying not to check work email first thing in the morning or news articles or whatever, and just like kind of leave my phone alone until it's time for me to leave for work. And so um, I tend to sleep in. So it's not like a super large amount of time that I'm leaving it alone because I wake up pretty close to when I have to leave for work. But um just that that small um, thing, I think, does help my presence of mind through the day. So that's so good. Thanks for sharing. Um, there's this phrase uh, that I picked up somewhere called "parenting your phone." Um, so if you think about how how uh, we parent our kids, um, you know, kids go to bed before we do um, most of the time. Um, unless it's a day to sleep in or something, you get up before your kids to have a little, little time to, to get ready. And so applying that to your phone or your digital life, like we, we need to, to reclaim those margins, you know, before and after. And so I, I love hearing stories of, of how that's affecting you. And uh, yeah, it just encourages us all to, to dig more into that. So good. Anyone else? Non, non uh, food fasting stuff. It's, it's not exactly fasting. Um, and I wouldn't say that I did it because we started fasting, but I've been trying to reframe, um, household chores, um, especially things like getting really related to getting ready for my week as a way to, to love myself and to love others instead of just something that needs to be done. Um, because then that kind of helps me fast from anxiety when I put things off to the last minute and I'm just freaking out about, oh, this needs to be done. This needs to be done. Or I forgot that this needs to be done. Um, and um, not making it where like, that's the only thing I'm doing, but like figuring out like, okay, these are the things that like, if I do this, then um, I'll be more loving to myself and that'll be help me be more loving to, to others and to people in my family and people I work with. 
Thanks for sharing, Bridget. That's really, really good. It, I mean, it sounds like yeah, you're reframing it in the sense of like serving, you know, like ser- it's service to others. I think that's a really great way. And sometimes it may seem, some of that stuff may seem like semantics. So I'm just using different language, but no, it's actually like you're rewiring your brain to understand or think about it differently. And it makes a big difference. So that's really, really good. Good, good. Well, um, Ben, Dave, you guys have anything that that you want to jump in and talk about? I'm sure there would be many things if I sat and thought for a moment. I was I'm tracking the the chat over here, and I love one yeah. of the things I love about Zoom. And I was and uh, Crystal just chimed in, so you guys can all see that. But um, you know, some of us are like to to talk a lot, and some of us can write a lot and um, and we could probably find the link to share um, Crystal's blog, but she's really invited us into her journey through some, through some challenges through her written word. And, and um, so it's been cool to see how people, and this, this was a case um, as soon as COVID hit, I don't know if you guys can put yourselves back in those shoes, like when COVID hit and everyone was like, okay, I'm going to, change all the things and establish a new normal and everything's going to be amazing. And um, I noticed that some people really grew through that time. Some people drifted away and seemed to, to, to kind of their walk with Christ seemed to dissipate or their connection with church seemed to dissipate. But I observed others lean in and actually the pandemic itself didn't impact people's ability to either grow or not grow. And um, part of what I'm saying is, I guess I'm just saying, I, I've seen people like Crystal who just shared here, just really grow through this time, even through challenges. And that's been awesome to see. And of course, for me as an Enneagram one, then I my inner critic is like, well, what have you been doing <laughs> through this time? You know, And so that messaging of being kind to ourselves is so important. Um, and it, it, it's interesting because I've been getting that message uh, from people in my life who are not even connected to the church or to Christ. Uh, they'll be like, hey, don't forget to be kind to yourself. So I'm just I'm just rambling. What did I want to say? I want to say one. It's been awesome to see certain people just really grow through this this difficulty. But then those of us who feel like it's been a slog, it's been a struggle, man, grace abounds and it's really cool that we have this church community to support one another. Right before we zoomed on, um, I just realized that I am not alone in Christian leadership. And I've over the years talked with so many people um, who are pastoring churches or trying to, to do ministry that just feel absolutely alone. And I, I don't feel that. I, that's, that's one thing that it, I don't feel is loneliness in ministry. And that's such a blessing. So I'm so thankful for where we're at as a church and, and excited to see what God wants to do in and through us. Um, so yeah, there's probably a few bullet points there. I'm, I'm just spitting out, but I'm going to, I'm going to mute myself and check the chat, check the Facebook. And I would love to hear people's words of the year. I'm trying to find a good place to document all that and how we can kind of share that to support one another. And uh, Sharice, thanks for sharing your word, Relish. That sounds awesome. Rich reminds me, I need to find a place to put, you know, extended family, people who've been a part of our community and, and kind of moved 
moved away and uh, a place to, to get that in front of us so we can keep people in, in our hearts and minds. So I'm going to work on that right now. I'll write down relish somewhere. Um, hi, I'm Sharice. Um, my family and I, we were in Manhattan. My husband's in the military, so he moved away. Well, he moved away. We all moved with him away to um, Chicagoland. Um, he's now retired, but uh, yeah, my word of the year is relish. Last year um, was a really hard year and I felt um, guilty um, there was a lot of grief last year for us, and I felt guilty for, um, like, enjoying things. Um, so um, this year, I really wanted to um, not feel guilty and, um, I guess, honor every emotion because emotions are healthy. Um, I believe that God calls us with our emotions. So whether it's happy or sad or frustrated or whatever it is, it's just God like signaling us to um, come um, to him. So um, this year I was going to, I decided I wanted to relish in whatever it is. Like, so I wasn't burying grief um, and I don't ever want to bury celebration but um, but to just be more aware of honoring um, whatever I'm feeling, especially with my um, family. I have a three-year-old and a 13-year-old now and um, celebrating them well throughout the, um, throughout the year and letting them know that both emotions, well, both all emotions are healthy and that's, then it's okay. So relishing. Yeah, good. Um, any other, I think, I think here in a, a few minutes, we're going to get ready to kind of transition. So I wanted to leave some space for any final thoughts and for any cats that want to join us mm -hmm. um, besides my own. Um, but yeah. Any other thoughts on word of the year or um, rhythms and practices, anything, even uh, one question I, I, I hadn't asked is anything outside of what we've already talked about as a spiritual rhythm or practice. Uh, they're also known as spiritual disciplines. If you've yeah. incorporated those into your life at all, I'd love to hear any that, that stand out and have helped you um, uh, on your, your journey of faith. Real quick. Uh, can I just interject one thing? And yeah. um, thanks so much for sharing Sharice. And I think um, yeah. Just hearing you share and, and thinking about you and Jorge, it's, it's it's awesome to think about, you know, being gathered in our living room just a, a few years back. And that's one of the challenges of Manhattan, Kansas, is we get to say hi to so many and, and we get to send off so many. And a lot of times, you know, we don't get to see all the good things that come down the road. And so I've, I've loved um, the you guys staying connected with us. And I think it was about a year ago, I was trying to look back when I was fairly discouraged about to turn 40 and and Jorge sent me some very encouraging message and it was I was making a list of encouragements along the way through this discouraging time and and it was it was so seemingly random and um, it was just such a huge blessing at that time and and um, so it, it's it's awesome that 
um, you know, here in Manhattan, Kansas, we get to intersect with so many different people, whether from the university or military. And that, I think that's a big part of the mission and vision of our church, you know, and where, where we're positioned. And it, it also represents a lot of grief and, and loss too, because we wish you guys were still here, you know, Macy being 30, you said she's 13. I'm like, Oh my goodness, she's that. I'm like, wait, my daughter's 13. <laughs> like, So, and I haven't even met your youngest. So thanks so much for sharing. I just wanted, wanted to just to say that so grateful you could be on here. And I am curious, Josh, to your question, other practices people have have uh, have done. So we can go to that question. Just wanted to interject there. Good. Well, uh, with that, Dave, um, do you want to want to take over and and lead us through? Sure. Sounds great. <clears throat> so uh, we uh, uh, we're in the middle of this 21 days of prayer and fasting, uh, just to kind of keep repeating this thing. And it's okay if you haven't started. <laughs> Again, the point of this thing isn't to get another, you know, gold star or to make God happy with you, but it's an invitation to take a step that you haven't into something that is maybe even actually better than you've experienced, even if it's harder to start. So if you've done nothing so far, why not consider a step? And so uh, we're going to end our time today by practicing uh, a little time of uh, reading a scripture and then having an open time of prayer together to kind of end our time. So the way uh, the way that it works on, on the 21 uh, days of prayer, we've got kind of a little guide, a really simple uh, prayer guide and practices on our uh, website, uh, tallgrassatthewell.church. And then at the top, you click on 21 days. And uh, we're praying through a psalm a day, whatever the day uh, the day number is, we're going to that Psalm. And then, uh, so today the 23rd Psalm is, uh, what we're going to read today. And I think it's super appropriate always, but maybe even especially now is there's, uh, I think a lot of us are in, uh, anxiety, uh, for various reasons. This is a difficult time, whether with COVID spiking uh, or, uh, personal illness, uh, lots of difficult stuff going on. So, uh, uh we're going to engage with that, uh, to end. So the way, the way it's going to work is we're going to, uh, I'll read the Psalm together and then we're going to go ahead and uh, say goodbye to those who are on Facebook live, uh, to give, uh, those of us who are still in here a chance to, to pray and have a little bit more privacy and freedom as we pray. So if you're on Facebook live, we love you. Uh, feel free to enter into your own time of prayer, uh, after we read this and then, uh, you can, uh, or you can jump in on the Zoom. The link is at uh, tallgrassatthewell.church. You can still jump on. Sound good, y'all? I'll assume because no one unmuted, it was great. All right. So uh, uh, Psalm 23. Let me see if I can find it here. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. Maybe you even close your eyes as you're listening to this. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his namesake. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live.
Thank you, Lord, for that word. We'll say goodbye here to Facebook Live, folks. All right. So I'll go ahead and open us up, and then uh, we'll just have a little open time. Uh, encourage anyone who, maybe even if you especially felt like you haven't uh, taken uh, a lot of steps and you want to take a step uh, with the 21 days of prayer and fasting, this would be a great time to, to practice t- taking an uncomfortable step and, and, and uh, praying something. You could also do it in the chat. All right. Uh, Jesus, thank you for the words of King David uh, so long ago. And I'm sure yet in your eyes, not that long ago, our our brother many years ago who had to sit with difficulty and anxiety uh, through very difficult things in his life. And and yet remembered back to the days when he was a shepherd and he took care of his sheep and he knows that that's the way you are with us. I love the image even specifically of we're like your sheep and you even have to sometimes because we're not that smart, maybe make us to lie down. You gently push us down beside the cool waters and the quiet places and the green grass and you make us rest and it's loving. And so I, I, uh, I just guess I want to thank you for even helping us to rest. I invite you to help me to rest uh, over these next uh, days and weeks. And uh, I pray the same for uh, everyone on this uh, Zoom machine right now, that you would lovingly help us to to lay down and rest with you, and that you really would restore our souls. This teaching was recorded by Tallgrass at the Well. We're building community together by inviting people into the way of Jesus. For more resources like this, visit tallgrassatthewell.church.